Hello and welcome to the 30th episode of the 34 Sports Podcast. I'm joined again with Randy. Hey everyone, welcome back. This is going to be a good one. Yeah, it's NFL kickoff week. We'll get into that a little bit later, but first we got to start off with the Nets. I know I've been constantly on basketball, but uh, I think we got to continue here with this Nets. They're really stacking up. I was pleasantly surprised to see LaMarcus Aldridge come out of retirement. I felt like the way he went out was not any way that a player wants to go out. Just hard issue. Was playing pretty decent. I think he just had like a he had like a 20-point game a couple nights before he had to call it. And uh, it's good to see him back. Adam Mills. He certainly deserved better. He yeah. certainly deserved better. Yeah. I think he messed up leaving Dame a little bit quick there in Portland. But uh, that's hard to look back on now. Uh, fun <laughs> fact about that. Uh, him, Lillard, and Gwen and Roy, when he was healthy, were 56-10. and 10, But Roy could never stay healthy. So that was... Unfortunately, something we never got to see. Not a lot of people talk about that, but that could have been quite the team. Yeah, that that Portland team. I, I just feel bad for the Portland franchise as a whole, who has struggled with injuries, it seems like, in their entirety. Even when they had a guy like Bill Walton, then when they should have been a championship team, he suffered injuries too. Well, so yeah. they've just been plagued by it. You know, and Odin and... Drafted Bowie, drafted Odin, which were both yep. pretty decent players. Odin was... Odin's still a great player. He just, he's got Yao Ming's issue like he had, just injured too right. much. I mean, even Ming, as much as he was injured, you still got to see what he could be. You never really got to see that with Odin. Right. A little off topic here, but I think Anthony Davis is going down that road. I don't know. Anthony Davis has already had a decent career, though. He's had a better career than a lot of guys have. It just, he could have been so much better if he could have stayed healthy. He could have been right up there with Timmy Timmy Duncan. And I like no. Duncan quite a lot. I mean, eh, he wasn't really in the situation that Duncan was at the start of his career, but he had that capability with his skill set to be that type right. of a player. Never got there, and I won't ever. I mean, his only championship, he had to join up with somebody, which is something that Tim Duncan never did. Um, t- fun f- thing about Tim Duncan, though, is that he almost went to Orlando with um, T-Mac at one point. That almost happened, too. Oh, really? Yeah. I did not know that. That was um, oh. his after his rookie contract was up, I think, is what he went. Or maybe it was okay. his second contract, but there was a point in there when he wanted to go meet up with T-Mac. Uh, that could have been deadly. Uh, so here's a question, then. So... The moves that net, uh, the Nets have made, uh, do you like them or do you not like them? I like them. Uh, I don't think, uh, I don't know about the Seku move per se. The only thing was it was a good salary dump. I could see the, yep. I could see it there. You get youth, you get uh, Seku, who's already played with Bruce Brown, who was, uh, we, they actually flipped the pick back to Detroit that Detroit traded uh, for Bruce Brown. Uh, with four second rounders. I think that was great for Detroit because Seku was uh, heavily inconsistent and was not showing as much potential as I would have liked. He was getting into that Stanley Johnson level for me, and I hate to say that. I hope he can get back to level. He has more potential than Stanley Johnson to get to that level, but will we see it? I'm going to guess on the no side, unfortunately. I think he could be a good backup, but uh, at one point I thought he was starting potential. Maybe a little Regency bias because I'm from Detroit, but um, 
He had his high moments. He had that one game against Boston where he had like four threes, 25 points, and six rebounds. Then after that, he just died. His game. He's done. It's weird saying that about a 21-year-old, but... Yeah. You he, know, it's... it's. He hasn't shown me anything to, to make me think. I, I, I think he's peaked already, and that's well, really yeah. crazy to say, but... Well, you, what you need to see out of a player is you need to see improvement in the second season, which we didn't really see out of Sekou. Um, Even when he was given minutes, didn't really show a lot. I mean, there was a couple games Casey threw him 18, 20 minutes, and we didn't see a whole lot. So, yeah, uh, I think uh, I think Weaver worked his magic again and uh, traded him at the right time, right when his uh, stock was still decently high enough and the Nets were desperate to get off DeAndre's contract so mm-hmm. it worked out got rid of Jaleel well, we'll about, you go ahead we'll talk about Detroit I cannot wait to talk about the genius of Trey Weaver but I, I think overall again for Brooklyn that's wanting to win right now it works they yeah. got rid of some they got rid of the contract space they needed they picked up LaMarcus Aldridge uh they're getting Paul Millsap yeah. So they're pretty good at the power forward situation. Looks like they're thinking about playing Blake at the center, uh, either with Claxton or uh, um, they got another one. I think Perry. Well, they got now they have um, who do they got? They got Okafor in the trade too. They have Okafor, an abundance right? of bigs. I don't see any of the bigs that they got from Detroit really giving them any minutes. I think it was just a just a stash type thing, just to get rid of uh, the big contract. I don't. Um, so. I thought they were championship favorites before, and I certainly, certainly believe that now. When the weakest guy in your starting rotation is going to be Blake Griffin, uh, you're in a good situation. So, yeah. Well, I don't know. Who's starting at the one for them now? Kyrie. It's probably going to be. Oh yeah. Okay. Duh. Yeah. They're they're fine. So we never really got to see them, and literally Durant was so close to putting the box down. And that was oh, just man. basically Durant by himself because Harden was pretty much, uh, he was playing like a C.J. McCollum to a Dame Lillard in that series. And Patty I went, I mean, I can't even disrespect C.J. that much. Um, but, oh. yeah, Patty Mills is there too. That's an underrated pickup. He's won a championship already. Right. People forget. Uh, but I don't see anything stopping this team. I don't see anything. There's no Lakers way. fans think differently, but I don't. You They're can, wrong. I mean, you can stack Hall of Famers all you want, but you're not stacking Hall of Famers because a lot of them are past their prime. LeBron's this, still got game. I'm not saying it's LeBron, yes. but Melo has not been Melo since he left New York. He's been decent, been a good backup. Right. Vince Carter-esque, in my opinion, that kind of a, a role, but not, not somebody who's going to push you over the top. As a starter. I praise though, by the way. I think Vince has been a good role player for the last yeah. seven years. I think Melo I think Melo waited too long to fit that role. He should have just mm-hmm. taken that role before he took his absence there for that year or so. Yeah, he didn't want to though. So well this is this is excellent. This fits for right in with where you're wanting to go, right? Let's talk about the Lakers then. Yeah. Right. Apparently, the the rumor is they're pursuing and then we'll talk about this when we get to Detroit too, because this all fits in together. Uh, apparently the Lakers are pursuing DeAndre Jordan. They've already signed him, I think. Have they not? Oh, have they? I thought, I mean, it's pretty much in the cards if it hasn't happened. Oh, yeah, it's, you're right. If it hasn't happened, it's going to. We'll just talk as if it did. 
Okay. So, well, if it did go through, they were saying six to seven million for a single year deal. They're going to pay him six to seven? Yep. That's what they're thinking. <laughs> he His previous deal was that we bought him out of was two years, 20 million, I believe. No, no, sorry. One year, 2.6 million. No, it's good. it was two years, 20. Because we're, he, we're having to pay him, he gave back four, we're paying him 7.6 a year, so it was around 20. Okay, so he was, right now, you're right, he's making one point, or he's making 2.6 for one year in Los Angeles. Okay, that's, okay, that's where that came from. That makes so, sense. That's, great move. That's a little over the veteran minimum. That's a good price for him at his, at his age. I mean, they got rid of Andre Drummond and basically got a slightly better Andre Drummond back, so I don't know how Lakers... Uh, way cheaper. <laughs> DeAndre's got better defensive intensity. Drummond is lazy on defense. I'm, that's enough of Drummond. I'm not going to bash him anymore today. But um, but I don't see how much... It didn't work with... Like, well, I said I wasn't going to talk. But it didn't work with Drummond last year. And I don't see how much better it'll be with DeAndre. Uh, I would like to see them get out of the Gasol contract because I don't see much out of him anymore. Especially now. Right. Yeah, I guess he's a facilitator. Who's their starting... They don't have Harold. Yeah, they have they, Dwight Howard on that roster, too. They have some of the oldest centers. I know people keep bashing on the old thing, but if you look specifically at the center position, all those guys have passed their prime at center. Yep. Uh, because I was still, thinking they had Harold. I was thinking they yeah. still had Harold, but he they sent him to the Wizards for Westbrook, which is a good trade. I think if they're going to push all in now, they might as well finish off the youth while they're at it. Um, and, and you're right. These guys are past their prime. Um, um, but I still think, you know, they're still going to play quality ball. Yeah, the biggest yeah. thing for them is, um, I think the biggest add with Westbrook is that when LeBron's off the floor, they're still going to have a ball handler for Davis. You also have Rondo that helps with that. But Davis was struggling when LeBron was out, and even in the bubble when he played yes. so well, to get his own points when LeBron wasn't uh, throwing him the ball every other possession. And this is one of the reasons why I think LA is going to be so much better this year, is when LeBron came off the floor, this was one of the worst teams in the league. Yeah. Right? And, and, and you could see it. So he could rest like two minutes, and they would be minus 15 points in like two minutes. It's like, what is going on? So... You're right. The addition of Westbrook to maybe place some more minutes so that maybe LeBron can stay off and vice versa. LeBron plays so they can stay off. And uh, yeah, yeah. I th That's, these are good moves for LA. I think Davis, if he can can maneuver his game slightly, I think he's slightly put himself in a box. If you look at guys like Adebayo and Randall on how they've changed their game to being able to dribble the ball and be able to dribble out of high pick and roll screens. Uh, I don't I don't see that as much from Davis. I would like to see that more, and I think he could be just that more dominant. That's what keeps uh, people on their toes with the other guys I mentioned, Adebayo and, and guys like that. And he means a bonus a little bit, but um, I think yeah, Davis has been – I feel like the injuries are slowly picking away at him because I think a couple of years ago maybe he did do that more. And, yeah. uh Maybe that's just not the role that Vogel wants him to play at the same time, though, because maybe he's, maybe it's a team thing. I'm not going to discount him that much, but um, they're still going to be good, but they are heavily reliant on players' regression and injuries. Yes. Yeah. Well, the good news is, too, you know, they they got a little bit of depth now. 
at the center position, right? Yeah. And but the bad news is this is going to force uh, uh AD to play at the 4 and he is far less productive for I don't know why he is far less productive at the 4 than when he's playing 5. I couldn't tell you the reason why. Yeah, I know. But if you look at his numbers when he's playing each position, he all he does way better when he's playing the five. He was fine at UK when he played the five, so that must have been something that uh, New Orleans messed him up in his development. Uh, oh. Yeah, we'll we'll see. I, he can't. There's no way he can play the five now. I'm thinking back on Davis. I I New Orleans is questionable sometimes because Davis. I remember the, the big thing about him is that when he was young, he was a point guard, and then when he carried that into his college years, but then when he went to New Orleans, they kind of stripped that part of his game down slightly. So, um, I think I, he's good, but if he could get back to that more, I think he could definitely, uh, I mean, he's already top 10 in the league. I don't know. I can't, I mean, uh, he'd be right outside my top 10, but he's right up there. I mean, there's just a few things he could do to be that much better. I do. I say the same thing with LeBron with his three-point shooting. takes away from his ability to drive in the paint and get a foul every possession. Just a few little tweaks of the game, and they could be that much more dominant. Yep. Yep. I agree. Uh, so we did our way-too-early predictions uh, a couple weeks ago. Are you still feeling the same way about the Lakers? Like, would you have them at two? Or did you have them at two or did you have them at three? Yeah, I think they'll win games in the regular season. Even if LeBron load manages with Russell Westbrook, they'll be fine. It'll just come to the playoffs. Um, I like Russell Westbrook, but we haven't seen him go deep in the playoffs since KD left the Thunder. So um, we'll have to see if uh, being with LeBron changes that. Mm-hmm. Um I mean, I've already well, talked about injuries. That's big for them. Yes. And the funny thing is, when this deal, the Westbrook deal first went down, I was like, this is a horrible fit. You've got two ball-dominant guys playing on the same team. But the more it stews and the more I sit and think about it, I was like, well, this team's biggest issue was when LeBron came off the floor. And Westbrook completely fixes that problem for them. So I'm even higher on this team now than I was two weeks ago. They're not going to beat the Clippers, or the Nets, sorry. But... uh I'm higher on him. Has the needle moved for you at all on the Lakers? It's about the same. I got him right at two. I mean, I think they'll win games. I don't. I mean, I don't know if I quite see them getting out of the West, let alone getting a championship. But uh, they're gonna be good. I think they win the West. I think they win the West, and they're gonna do their typical, you know, play play half effort during the regular season, be like a four or five seed. And then win the West. I hate when teams do that, but, you know. Okay, it happen. Yeah. We'll have to see. It's, I mean, I think them Nets are going to be out east. They're going to be brutal. It's going to be interesting to see how the, um, This is. I didn't really think I was going to talk about this, but the Bucks see how they can adjust. Uh, losing P.J. Tucker and Brent Forbes. Brent Forbes' bench has kind of lessened. Um. I- I don't think they're going to repeat. I don't know. I feel like it's unfortunate for Giannis, but this could have been his one hurrah in Milwaukee um, because there's going to be a lot of uh, teams. Like the Nets are going to be solid for about two, three years now, and they're talking about extensions, and then you're going to have the young guys coming up. Who knows what it'll be like in a couple years here. Well, Uh, let's be real, too. If the Nets were at full strength this year, the Bucks don't go to the finals. 
No. Right. You had Harden out there who was just a lame duck, and I I appreciate him going out there and at least trying, but I he was obviously not even fifty percent when no. he was out there, and and uh, you know Kyrie, what happened with him too? The, even the, the the championship Bucks are not beating that team this year, and now they're better. Yeah. There's no way there. There's no way Milwaukee's gonna come out this year. Now maybe the they blow up the team with the Nets after next year. Maybe they have another shot, but that's assuming they keep all their pieces there now, which they just won a championship and they can't do. P.J. Tucker's out, which was a big part of that team. So I think you're right. It could be last hurrah for yeah, Holiday's going to keep aging. Holiday's on the other end of his career. He's just edging out of his prime. He's still in it, but he's yep. he's on the edge. Yep. Um, and then they'll be right back in the same spot. I still think... Even though they won the championship, they're going to eat that Brogdon free agency for a while now. Yeah. Because yeah, they had to trade him. four draft picks just to get an equivalent guard there and Drew Holiday back to fit what Brogdon could have provided for them uh, yep. if they had just paid a little into the cap there. Yeah. I mean, this, in my humble opinion, this is, I already think that uh, Giannis is Hall of Fame worthy with what he's done yeah. in Milwaukee and getting them that championship. In my book, sealed him as a Hall of Famer, but I think you're right. That's it for him, uh, and I hope he stays in Milwaukee's his, his entire career. Uh, but uh, unless they shake things up in Milwaukee, he's not getting another one. I and they're a, not getting any big fragrance there. I got a sneaky suspicion. Now this will be four or five years out, so who knows if I even remember it when it happens. But I have a sneaky suspicion that him and Luca are gonna pair up one day, and Giannis is in of his career, and that'll be one of Luca's first or second rings. I would, I would love that. I wouldn't mind to see him stay in Milwaukee his whole career. Who knows? Maybe the Mavs will make Lucas so mad that he'll leave and go somewhere else, and it could be Milwaukee. Yeah, I doubt it because uh, Cuban adores him, and will do pretty much. Lucas running that franchise now. <laughs> well, we I had that video out. The gamblers running the back. They could have had Sadiq Bay yeah. this year if, but they well, got Josh right Green. That. They got to yeah, clean actually, that up a little bit, and they could be all right. The scouting department is actually furious about that because they're seeing Sadiq now. <laughs> well, yeah, you know who's Thanks. the GM quit and the coach quit because of it. So uh, they had a hard reset up front. So we'll see what happens there. We'll see if Cuban lets that guy have more influence now that the GM's gone, and that'll be big. That could uh, it could be a shock wave into the future. That could depend on a lot of things. Because uh, Luke is going to be a big player going forward. Yep. Sadly, they'll be a bottom playoff team again, though. Unless Porzingis really. Yeah, I think I had seven, eight for them, or six, maybe. Maybe even yeah, I six. Put them, I put them at seven. Yeah, because Luke is going to pull them, but he can only do so much. He will be the only reason why they make the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, well, I think it's. I'm real excited about this. Yeah, I'm. I can't wait. Uh, it's a shame that Sekou couldn't amount to anything in Detroit, but it was time. It was uh, the right move. Hayes is now the longest tenured Piston with all of 10 months in the organization. <laughs> wow, is that's for real? Yeah, that's a serious... Yeah, Hayes is the, old, the longest tenured Piston at the moment. My goodness. And Full rebuild, literally. Nobody's ever done this. a re rebuild at that level. What's it been, a year and a half? I went from we have the worst GM in the NBA to where we are underneath a genius, right? 
Yeah. And do you know why I think Trey Weaver is so brilliant? And we'll talk about the the DeAndre Jordan move and why it happened and why I think it's brilliant and why Pistons YouTubers seem to hate the move, but I'll tell them why they're wrong. Um, Troy Reaver understands it's not necessarily getting the best pick, which is what Philadelphia was always trying to do. You know, they'd have one or two picks and they would try to tank to get that one good pick. Mm -hmm. Troy Weaver understands you want as many picks as possible and it's all about luck and maybe you'll hit on one or two. And this is why Troy Weaver is a genius. People are mad about four second rounders. Well, guess what? Ben Wallace was a second rounder. In my humble opinion, one of the greatest defenders to ever lace up and play the game. Right. Uh, we got Luca, right? Garza? Yeah. Second Luke. round pick. He's looking like he's going to turn out to be something awesome. And so I think he's a perfect six for six on picks. Or seven, actually. Because he's, he's, he's got Hayes, Sadiq, Stewart. Saban Lee, yep. yep. Cade, which is a no-brainer. I can't. I can give him some credit there, but that was pretty well no-brainer. <laughs> Livers yeah, and Garza, yes. and I think Livers is the only one. I hope he doesn't end up being another Brasdakis, who was really good coming out of Michigan a few years ago, and then didn't amount to anything. Still got time, but uh, hasn't done much yet. But uh, Livers shot forty percent from three. I could. They got some decent yeah. pieces. Now they open a roster spot. They give him a chance, actually, in the season to maybe get some minutes. Yeah. Let's say, you know, you bring the three-point team on. You bring Livers in. He's definitely got a role. He's got a role. Yeah. So I, I'm loving it. I'm loving it. I'm loving Troy Weaver. Yeah. The Kennard Trey looks amazing, though, for us because Shamit's already moved on to from the Nets to the Suns. Kennard got an, a... um. Was it called? an extension that was unwarranted? I mean, he right. played all of maybe twenty minutes for him, and they gave him a four-year fifty-four, and he he didn't even play in the playoffs last year. Uh, Let's. You want to know? This is the second reason why Weaver is a genius. He gets rid of expiring contracts, and squeezes as much juice out of them as possible. Listen, Seku was done in Detroit. Yeah. They were not picking up his option after this year. What did they do? They picked up four second-round draft picks for something we were going to get nothing out of. Seku wasn't going to see the floor this year. No, he wasn't. Right? I don't even know if they were. They might have sent him down another cruise, but I doubt it. Right? And and you, we got to give some credit to Tom Gorris, too, who was hated in Detroit. But he's buying out all these contracts. That's a lot of money that he's given up for nothing. Well, not nothing. But to push the dream, right? Well, he's pushing the dream, and it also sells jerseys when they make good moves. So as long as he can sell merch, it'll make up for it in the long term. Hey, and if they're selling I'm... tickets, because I've been in Pistons games the last couple of years when they sucked, and they were selling out, they sold maybe half the seats. If I mean, I know with Cade, we're going to be packed. It's going to be a pain to get tickets this year. Yep. You're right about that. But I want a Sadiq jersey. I, I want him to be a Piston for a long time. Yeah. And so that's what Troy Weaver's done. I like he it. He got Andre Drummond out of town. He got he got Blake out of town. Yeah. Uh, buying out those contracts. I've Brilliant. seen people like sticking up for Blake lately that are like Pistons fans. It's like some of these people just are a sucker for pain. I don't get it. They just just let it go. <laughs> it's like he did. They try to act like he did so much. Blake did what he could. He was hurt. I mean, he he was faking out the dunks. That makes me the most irritated. He could still dunk, and he was not doing it. I mean, one a season maybe. He didn't even have one the whole season. 
But mm-hmm. um, all Blake did, Blake and Drummond, got us to the eighth seed, and we got swept. That isn't that much. I mean, the only big game I saw to Blake, really, the whole time he was there was a 50 against Philly. And the only reason he had to drop 50 is because Drummond was just getting bodied by Embiid the whole game. Right. Uh, that's funny he's in Philly now. I said that last week, but Drummond having to play back up to Embiid. It's a good spot for him. That way he doesn't have to play him this year. Yeah. So, in my humble opinion, Detroit and uh, OKC are battling it out for who's got the best general manager right now. Yeah. Right? And it's but, it's hard to make that case against winning teams, but, like, when you have a winning team, you just keep it together or you sign superstars, right? So it's a lot easier when you're winning. When you're losing, it's hard to be a good GM. I mean, let's just bounce to the Thunder right now. Thunder got some dogs. They got Shea <laughs> yeah. Gildas, who they the Clippers actually used our pick that we traded for Blake for. Uh, mm-hmm. They mm-hmm. and then he's on. He got traded for PG. That was a good trade. Mm-hmm. Uh, they got him. They got Lou Dort, who's an absolute monster on defense and has an offensive okay. game somewhat like James Harden. He's got Tony Allen defense and James Harden offense. Um, mm-hmm. You got Alexis Pokashevsky, who's He's the next Dirk. I mean, they've been searching for Dirk for years. Porzingis came close, but if Pokashevsky can stay healthy, he's the closest thing we've seen to Dirk. And he's got he's a lot more agile than Dirk was. I like Dirk, but he had two left feet sometimes. And Pokashevsky is good. At center, yeah. they've got a guy like Moses Brown, who is kind of, they they need some positions filled out. And they've got who they they got Darius Blazley and they drafted Josh Giddy this year. So actually they can move um Shea to the two and then um Lou Dort to the three so Giddy could start there. But they got some decent guys. They also got Theo Maladon from France isn't bad. Um but Thunder's outlook is pretty good. It's gonna take them a few years, but they'll definitely be back in the mix. My they real have the same idea. As many draft picks as you can get. Drafting you know, yeah, you can do all the scouting you want, but it really boils down to getting lucky and hitting on some picks. And the more picks you have, the more lottery tickets you have, the more likely you are to hit. You got the right scouts, too. Yes, That's why exactly. the Spurs have done so good. They've had minimal picks and in pretty iffy locations because they've been so good, you know, 29 to 30 in the first round and then late 59 58 60 in the second but they've been able to pick up i mean manu ginobili was like 57 yep and we're looking at you dallas <laughs> yeah dallas they got to get that gambler out of there and a cuban just let him stay at your beach house and just get him out of there yeah uh, yep. he has no place in there i mean i would have gave him a shot but after that josh green pick he's done i would not give him another chance to screw something up i mean I, I before the draft, would I have thought Sadiq Bay was the guy to go with there? No, but the, everybody saw it, so uh, you need to just that's uh, need to get that out of the locker room, out of the front office. In my ignorance, when we drafted Sadiq, I thought we were just getting another Luke Kadarn with size, right? Yeah. Boy, was I wrong. <laughs> yeah. Boy, was I wrong about that. So. Yeah, our win. That was our win on that. Yeah, we. I got... mean, that's that's our Devin Mitchell, or Donovan Mitchell from uh, a few years back. Well, that fits like with Kennard because we drafted Kennard over Mitchell. But exactly, that's exactly how I feel. This this Sadiq Bay, someone passed up on him. We got him, and that makes up for 
Wait a minute. Was that a Stan Van thing? That, that was Stan, Stan Van. Van. Yeah. I'm glad uh, that we did draft Kennard because if we didn't draft Kennard, we probably wouldn't be in the same position right now. You know what Stan Van would have done with Mitchell? He would have ruined him. I don't. Where are I mean, if you look at the way Stan Van drafted, it was not good. But we've talked about that before. I don't want to get too much into that today. But yeah. we definitely well, let's uh let's nail this DeAndre Jordan thing down for people who don't understand it though, right? Yeah. They're like, wait, why did you make that move? Uh, why did you make that move and then just get rid of DeAndre Jordan, buy out his contract? Essentially, okay. So think about this, people. Essentially what happened is they paid the price of DeAndre's contract for four second-round draft picks. And um, they knew that Sekou was not a part of the future anymore. They gave up on him, and I don't blame him. His ex- they weren't going to re-sign him with his option at the end of the year, so they are going to lose him anyways. So they trade him up, for uh, you know, and they get rid of Okafor too, which I think was a good move. Yeah, he wasn't I- getting any minutes last year, let alone this year. It was guys that did added to the... Yeah rotation they brought deandre jordan the nets wanted cap space hmm. so they so in order to make deandre you know deandre jordan is a good player but you know detroit has no use for him so to sweeten the deal the nets put on those four draft picks and now that we have him detroit buys out his contract he goes to la give us so four now, million back plus we got the five million in the trade we got cash with the trade so we actually have half of it paid yes this is a genius move this is awesome. If even, I mean, with second round picks, you're usually not going to hit. But if we hit on one, Weaver is going to look again like a genius. Oh, he's on three already. So, yeah. So YouTubers out there that are that are knocking this move, Crispy Flakes, just say his name, Crispy Flakes. He's just a yeah. He's a. I'm calling you out. You're he's wrong. a shock. He's a shock YouTuber. He likes to feed off of that energy, and it sells. I don't yeah. blame him. I've done it myself. You look at that NFL video and you look at the Raptors video. I've done it myself. And those do have done fairly well on my channel. But it's not really a route I like to take. But, I'm, I mean, it's just not something yeah. I'll watch. There's enough people that are gullible to watch it, but uh, yeah. not me. Well, he, those people are dead wrong. Three years, and they got to watch them in Summer League too, three years is enough to know if a guy's going to fit your future, if you're going to re-sign him or not. They had to make that cheer. They pulled the trigger, and they squeezed every drop of juice out of Seku that they could. And yeah. once again, Troy Weaver's looking like a genius. Yeah. I, I I like Seku, and I was talking him up a few years ago, but it's just... I was too. I was too. It was. It's hard. I mean... Especially when he had that one dunk. I was like, that's it. This kid's going to be a part of our future. Yeah. And then nothing. <laughs> yeah, it's hard. It's hard. Yep. Um, I think that's the way Thon Maker was from Milwaukee for a while there. Boy, I remember his hype videos too. Yeah. So every little piece of the Stan Van Gundy era is killed off in less than a year, and that makes me happy. Well, Tom Gorge is still here. So. <laughs> well, he put it. You know what? <laughs> I went from not liking Tom Gorge, wishing he would sell the team to. We have. I'm very happy that he's. He's. I mean, think about it. The owner has to be on board to buy out all his contracts that we do. Yeah. And so, yeah. So, I'm very happy with Tom Gorris now too. I want the I want the Hornets announcer for Cade this year. I want a guy like the Hornets announcer. We got Mason in Detroit, but I want some. 
We need somebody with him that just goes crazy whenever somebody does something. Yep. Uh, so there's a lot of good young teams in the NBA right now too, but that's another. Yeah, that's they're going to be out doing some, but yeah, we could save that for another day. We got to get into some NFL. I mean, it's we're one day away right now. I'm gonna make sure I get this up tonight. Uh, but tomorrow you got the Cowboys taking on the Buccaneers. That should be a slaughter. Uh, <laughs> but I, I can get in. I know the the one big reason I won't get too much into that game because I think it's going to be just a beatdown. Dak Prescott hasn't played since he's been injured. They're going to be out their best linemen. Um, forget his. Oh my gosh, I've heard it like fifteen times today. But they're going to be out their number one lineman. And uh, on defense, their secondary is horrific. And they got you got Antonio Brown, you got Gronkowski, you got uh, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Scotty Miller. You just got weapons, and they're not going to be able to handle that. It's probably going to be, I'm guessing the score is going to be like 35 to 14. I think it'll be a three-touchdown difference. I don't see it being that close. I know a lot of people talk about Mike McCarthy being a good coach for Dallas, but he's not that good. That team is okay. built. That Buccaneer team is built. You want there? Wait, people are saying Mike McCarthy is a good coach. Well, he's had his moments. He's a little. He's been caught a little bit too much in the past at times, but he's not the worst coach. Uh, I believe he's he wasn't he in Denver when uh, Tim Tebow was there. I'm not. Sh- I thought he was in Green Bay for a long time. He You're won- correct. I'm sorry. He won with Rodgers. He's the, that's the only one that Rodgers ever yeah. won. McCarthy was at the helm there. I'm sorry. I was thinking McDaniel's. So anyhow. Oh, I know. Yeah, McDaniel. Yeah, I know you. Yeah. We gotta talk about the Dallas Cowboys. We've got to talk about the Dallas Cowboys. The Dallas Cowboys faithful. Every year they come in thinking they're gonna win a Super Bowl, and their hopes are just dashed every single year. You pointed out Dak Prescott has not played in forever, right? Oh, let's not forget about Ezekiel Elliott, who just suffered a huge injury. And when huge injuries happen to running backs, unless you're Adrian Peterson, you never bounce back from that, and you never have the same explosiveness. Yeah, the Giants got to watch that, too, with Saquon Barkley. He had a pretty bad one this last year. Yes, running back is the most brutal position in the NFL. And guys do not bounce back from huge injuries unless you're Adrian Peterson. And so, listen, it's going to be another rough season for Dallas. I mean, I see a lot of people putting them in, like, top five. I'm like, what are you Well, a lot of people got them winning the NFC East. Vegas has got them at plus 150 to win their division. Uh, But I've got at least two of them over that. If they do, it's only because the NFC East will be so horrible. I don't think they're going to be that horrible. I think uh, with the Washington football team, you got Fitz Fitzpatrick at QB, which is something they've lacked for years, and their defense with Chase Young, and you got other young guys too. I can't. I know a few of them. I'm trying to think, but I I I can't think of it right now. But their defense is is top tier. It's going to be good for a couple of years here, at least three or four, because there's a lot of young guys running there. There, and they've got um. Why do I forget now that I'm trying to explain it? But they've got that. They got one good wide receiver, and I'm trying to think who the running back is. AJ McKinnon, maybe. But Washington's gonna be good. That division is always wide open. I wish they would bring somebody else into that division or break it up. But I mean, there's gonna be time. I mean, Washington could run that division for a few years if they figure it out. 
Uh, you, oh, good. You've also got the Giants. Um, the Giants have a pretty decent defense, but what they lack is is Daniel Jones a guy, and also their offensive line is kind of iffy. They've got a couple younger guys on there. They haven't proved it. But um, I'm they, they took Kenny Galladay. Ugh. Yeah, they and they yeah, you're right. They do have decent receivers now with Galladay, and uh, I think they got uh, Quiddy Pay. I know Kadarius Tony. They did get Quiddy Pay too. That's a D lineman, I think. But they got Kadarius Tony, who they say is a lot like Tyreek Hill coming out of college this year. Um, they've got some decent guys, but I don't know about Daniel Jones at quarterback long term for them. And um, they're, um, I mean, that division, anything can happen. They were close to winning last year, uh, but I think Washington's going to be that much better with Fitzpatrick. And I would say this will be Riverboat Ron Rivera's uh, first division win here in the NFC East. Um, yeah. Well, if you look at the NFC East, so I, I think it's a complete, I, I mean, if you look at all the divisions in the NFL, I think that's the dump, dumpster fire division. It is. Right. And I think you're right. It's going to be Washington or Dallas. And I think I would, man, there's so many unknowns on both those teams. Well, I don't have Dallas. Yeah. I actually don't have Dallas. I got Washington and New York if if Daniel Jones. Oh. I don't see the Cowboys because of their defense being so bad. I, it hasn't been improved. They got young guys, but not anybody new. Right. Well, and you're right. Dallas has got two unknowns. We don't know who we're going to get at their starting quarterback and running back this year because – who, who knows what Ezekiel is going to look like? Yeah. So, yeah. So that's well, what I mean. If they Dallas did does get win Micah it. Pearson in the draft, who's a good middle linebacker, but they need corners bad. Yes. Yeah. I agree. So. And the Eagles are no match in that division. So, that's not anything. <laughs> we got to talk about the Eagles. They got a long way ahead of them. And they're hard in the cap, too. So. Be so, it. I think uh, we're going to. I already. Th- I think there's no chance that we disagree. On this, but who do you got winning each uh, conference? Who do you think is going to win each conference? Like, you're talking all the way to the top, like going to the Super Bowl? Which two teams are the two Super Bowl teams? Of course, we're barring any injury or some weird trade before week six. I'll say mine first. I'll say mine first. Yeah, I'm still thinking. Go ahead. I think you'll agree with me, though. I think it's Tampa Bay again. Uh, this team didn't change anything. Yeah. They didn't change a thing. Everyone that was on that team last year is coming back. Uh, and, and Kansas City, once again. There's nothing to tell me these two teams aren't going to go at it. Nothing. Yeah, the only thing with Kansas City is they get new linemen, but Mahomes can do a lot with a little. So, um, I got... I, I, I think they I want to say Chiefs, but I feel, like, um, I feel like... Uh, I can't... Buffalo or it's, Baltimore? It's hard. For, no, I was thinking the Titans, honestly. Oh, really? Because they improved the cornerback position with uh, – they got Farley in the draft. They also have uh, Jones now, Julio Jones from Atlanta, to help them on the offensive side. So then you can't stack the box because you need another guy outside to guard uh, A.J. Brown and Julio. They've got – I'm trying to think who they got at tight end, but you still can't leave him open either. But and then that's gonna leave more room for um for um Derrick Henry to run and that's gonna be hard to guard. I don't know if it's enough to put him over the Chiefs, but I think if anybody does it it's gonna be the Titans. But it very well yeah, could yeah. be the Chiefs again. Again, the question I, I Tennessee yeah. The question is can can Tannenhill 
just be on fire like he has been. Can he continue that up? Yeah. I mean, statistically, he was a top five quarterback. Yeah. Right? Well, he only has and, to throw so many times again because they let um, Derrick Henry eat for most of the game. He's going to crush the rushing record, but that's because they gave him another game. They need to separate the stats now, but that's a separate right. thing. Right. But a good running game can open up many good things. There's many good teams in the past, uh, a la Brad Johnson, a la uh, Trent Dilfer. Mm-hmm. There's many mediocre quarterbacks that have gone to Super Bowl because of great running games. But But when he does throw... Tannehill's look good. Yeah, we so, got to see him catch uh, Julio deep. I'm questioning him on his deep game, uh, which um, if you get Julio on a one-on-one deep, I'd like to see him throw a few of those dots, but we'll see if he's got it. Oh, by the way, both those quarterbacks had great defenses too. So we'll see how Tennessee... Uh, well, the Titans have struggled on defense a little bit, but uh, Car- Farley looks like a great cornerback coming out of college, so that should help them pretty, pretty good. Uh, that's going to be... Tennessee is going to really help. And I think another one that's going to be big, and I didn't, I, I was thinking about them, but I can't quite put them at the same level. In their division, they actually, Vegas has got the Ravens winning, but not by much. I think the Browns are going to be pretty good this year. Baker's getting more used to the offense. They just paid Chubb. Chubb's a great running back. They've got OBJ, and they've got uh, Jarvis Landry. Their defense, they got Miles Garrett, who's probably going to push for Defensive Player of the Year this year. Uh, and you've got, uh, they've just got a bunch of dogs. they got Njoku, the tight end. They've just got a lot of pieces that are pretty good there. And uh, I think they can at least expect one to two more playoff wins this year. I mean, they hadn't had one since they expanded into Cleveland. Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt. I mean, this is a good Oh, yeah, they got a Hunt, too. Yeah, that's a, I mean, geez, that's a, that's a squad there. Cleveland. Now, yeah. Cleveland can do it. Detroit should be able to do it one day, right? Come on. <laughs> I like the new management in Detroit. This is definitely not our year. For one thing, Rodgers is still in the division. Uh, and let alone Rodgers. I mean, if Rodgers wasn't there, the Vikings would overtake that. It, uh, they got Justin Jefferson up there, too. Uh, I don't know about Kirk Cousins, but he is decent enough to to get them in an okay position. Uh, I mean... It's gonna, the Bears have got a head start on Detroit here because they do have Justin Fields, who's going to look pretty good. But the difference between Detroit and Chicago is Detroit's already flipped their head, their management up front and their coach, but Chicago's still got Adam Gase and um, what else do they got? Maybe it's not even Adam Gase. I hope I'm saying it right. But they've got uh, any Chicago fan on the coach in the GM there. aren't very good. Um, yeah. The team doesn't even like Chicago that much. They're moving to Arlington for a new stadium in a couple of years here. Well, uh, again, much like uh, the rest of the teams in Detroit right now, this is really weird. But all the Detroit teams went from a matter of a couple of years from really bleak to, with maybe the exception of the Red Wings, which we'll talk about that another day, I guess. Yeah, they're still in the All night. the Detroit Wings team from a really bleak in a matter of a couple of years to, hey, we have a really bright future. And actually, the Lions are in that discussion. Trading Stafford, as much as I love him, and he might be my favorite. He's in the discussion of my favorite Lions players of all time. Trading him now was a good move. They had no receiver for him. There's going to be no running game for him. The offensive line is great, but when you got no skill players to go along with it, you're not going to do anything. So giving him now is good. Well, they had uh, Galladay and Martin and uh, Marvin Jr. Marvin Jones this last season, but uh, this wasn't happening. 
the line well, was still bad. They got Pene Sewell, yeah. Sewell now. Uh, he'll be pretty well, good in a long time. And as great as Galladay was, the, the price tag was too high. Yeah, and, uh, we we have no reason to sign him now. He needs to go off. Uh, the Giants will like him. He'll be good in New York. It's good to see him go to a bigger market, just like uh, Stafford's going to go to a big market out there in L.A. and really shine. And, and he's uh, going to have a chance to yeah. fight for the NFC Championship. Yeah, I'm glad there. that they're letting guys go because we don't need another Barry Sanders and we don't need another Calvin Johnson because that makes us look that much bad, that much worse in Detroit. Uh, when we hold guys and they just say forget it. That's happened twice now, and it probably would have happened with Stafford retiring. Yeah, that, like argue, those guys, you can argue both of those guys in top all time. Ah, I think Calvin's just outside of Moss and um, uh, what's it? Moss and uh, Ray. Uh, Jerry. Jerry. Jerry Rice. Rice. Yeah, Jerry Rice and Randy Moss, and then you got well, the only Calvin reason Johnson. why the only reason why Calvin's not in that discussion is because he retired so young and no championship. Same thing with Barry. Yeah. Well, Barry's up there, though. He had that he had that big season, 1,500 yards, right? I think so. But yeah. statistically, statistically, he would be one top one, two, three all time had he not, again, retired so young. Well, for what? Come and play for a losing team? Yeah. I mean, the way Calvin went out was that where they touched the ball and it went out the back of the end zone, and that was just yeah. – that sucks. After – after he'd been burned by bad calls his entire career, he's like, that's yeah. it. Yeah, well, that and that, and I wish he had went somewhere else. I really do. He had at least like three more years left in him. I, he says I, he was really busted up, though, so maybe he didn't. Because he talks well, about he'd been sore. But, I mean, he was getting triple team, quad team sometimes. I don't, he said I he don't, had. Why could we? That makes me mad thinking, but why could we not get a secondary receiver to take some of that pressure off him? It's because we're Detroit. Nobody want to come play for the Lions. That's why. But Golden Tate came just a little too late. Yeah, Golden honestly. Tate. Yeah, that was yeah. pretty good for a little bit there. Yeah. Yeah, Golden Tate just came a little too late. Had he been with Calvin Johnson, that would have been, boy, that would have been special. Yeah. <clears throat> well, we got to talk about somebody winning a division here. So let's change to a different one. Green uh, Bay. AFC. Oh, you want? Yeah, Green Bay. Yeah, the Packers yeah. definitely. Rodgers there. Mm-hmm. Uh, they also brought in Randall Cobb. Uh, I'm trying to think, who are they playing this week? Uh, you talking about Green Bay? Okay, yeah. Let's check. I'm trying to think. Cause there, I was listening to Pat McAfee's show, and he's talking about them being able to throw out a lot of wide receivers because they're playing against somebody with a weak set. They could have played the Seahawks, if I'm not mistaken. Find out. Uh, I'm pulling up right now. Right, so it's going to be Green Bay and the Saints. So. Oh, the Saints. Oh, yeah, and they just lost another cornerback. That's why he was saying that. They lack cornerback play, so Green Bay's going to have a good week. This doesn't really – I mean, it affects the divisionals in the end, but uh, Green Bay's got, like, five decent receivers this year. They got um, – oh, who they got? Oh, my gosh. Well, Green Bay's set. I mean, we don't really have to talk that much about Green Bay. I'm tired of sounding stupid, not knowing the players, but um, – Okay, so yeah, I have Green Bay winning the NFC North. I think who you had Washington winning the NFC, NFC East. East. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm okay. So I'm gonna say Dallas, but I'm, I'm saying they're gonna win it with an eight and eight record or worse. Well, they can't go eight and eight. Now it's gonna be eight and or, sorry, eight below five hundred. Yeah, that's right. They added a game. Uh, I, I think Washington that. goes ten and seven. Okay, 
Okay, so you have Washington winning that division then. Yeah, and they, I mean, since they're in that division, they get an easy in. I don't like that per se with the NFL. I guess it gives each region somebody to root for, but I, I would rather them go by record than what they do, but it works. Uh, but it does give that NFC East an easy route in. So I think, yeah, it could go. It's still early on. This is just what Vegas has got. NFC West, who do you got? Uh, that's 49ers, Rams, Seahawks, Cards. Uh, they got the cards at the bottom, but I don't know about that one. I might be going Homer on this one, but I'm taking the Rams. I'm taking the Rams I, too. I want Stafford I, to get in there. I I think with the addition of Matthew Stafford, listen, Jared Goff fell off the map for that team when they needed yeah. him. They had to run a bunch of short checkdowns and stuff like that, and rely more on the running game with Stafford. You know, you could run, run, play action, deep pass, touchdown. Well, and Gurley and, went away for them. He pretty much. Uh, just died off game yeah. wise. He was just done. But you can't focus him now. I mean, if if with uh, with Jared Goff falling off the map, you could focus. You know, you could put more guys in the box and force to be beaten by. If you if you give Matthew Stafford the opportunity to beat you, we've seen him over eighteen times here in Detroit come back in the fourth quarter and beat you. So they won't be able to to, to load up the box no. like they were against Todd Gurley. I wonder what Stafford will. I wonder how Stafford will react to being up in the first half for like the fourth time in his career when he's on the Rams. <laughs> okay, so oh boy, that's funny. Well, that's yeah. I just, don't, don't the Rams have Darnold on defense? Yes. So that's hey, well, they got that's the like Sue now. Oh, sorry, no, the Bucks got Dominican Sue. Sorry, the Bucks. Apologies. Uh, yeah, the Bucks have. Yeah, but that'll be the closest thing he's had since Sue and Donald doesn't step on people's arms and get bad foul calls either. I like Sue. Yeah. But I mean, I know a lot of people don't like Sue. But uh, I didn't. I mean, I was on the other side of it, so I didn't pay as much. He was great where I played here, by the way. But, uh, okay, NFC South, what do you got? This, I think we all, we are really agree on this one, too. I don't, they got the yeah. Saints high, but I don't even know. It, I guess if Jameis plays well, they could always bring in. Uh, Tay, uh, what is his name? Did you say if Jameis plays well? They have to. That's who they've got. I know, but there's no way, Jameis. <laughs> I mean, it depends on if... Uh, who's a wide receiver there? Michael Thomas. It depends on if Thomas wants to play, too. He's been getting kind of testy with him. All he is is a yeah. slant guy, though. I mean, he's like... I know. agree. I, but listen, there's no chance Jameis Winston plays well in the NFL again. It's not happening. Uh, he's still, I mean, you might, you got, if you can tune down the interceptions, he'll still give you 5,000 yards. Yeah. It's not going to be great. And, I mean, they're not going to push up on the box. I'm just lower down on the division. I think the, the Falcons with Matt could... Ryan and uh, who's the Hey, I, I think they could be a two, the second best team in the South. They but I don't be. think they're even, yeah, I don't think they're I mean, even the box... in the I don't even know how many of those can be primetime games. They probably got them in primetime Saints box, but I don't think that's going to be as fun to watch this year. AFC South, you obviously have the Titans winning that, right? Yeah. Colts okay. are going to be close behind, though. I do like Carson Wentz there, uh, having an actual quarterback there in Indianapolis. They've got some decent pieces. Uh, T.Y. Hilton is aging, but they've got a few guys there that can get it done. they got uh, Jonathan Taylor at running back. Not bad. Not great, definitely not championship team, but uh, they're decent. They'll come in second. You got uh, Trevor Lawrence. We'll see how his his season goes. Uh, they're in the if if you can run the ball and if you can play defense, you're gonna win football games, right? Yeah. And 
And not only that, they have good quarterback play. So I'll take the Tennessee Titans as well to win the AFC South. Yeah, I mean, Run me there's the nobody pushing at them hard in that division, really. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's. I would like them in most divisions, though, too, though. Yeah, I mean, it would. It'll be curious to see who wins more games in the regular seasons, Titans or Chiefs. Really, that's my two in that in the AFC. Really, for me, we'll see who wins more. Yeah. Uh, who you got in the uh, the uh, the AFC East, my friend? AFC East. Um. I have the Bills. It's got to be the Bills. People got are high on the Dolphins, but I don't know how well the Dolphins are really going to do this year. Uh, but I the, mean, the Bills got Josh Allen. I mean, he's going to be a great quarterback for the next five years here, so at least. Yeah, I don't think there's even any question given the Bills. Yeah, you got Stefan Diggs, who uh, I think he'll be on a really hard season. He'll be he'll be really pushing this season because he got to watch the Chiefs celebrate winning the trophy in uh, Buffalo last year. Uh, or no, it wasn't. I don't know where it was, but he was sitting out there watching the tro- uh, the trophy ceremony, so he's going to have some extra push. Uh, then yeah, they got, they got pass rushers too, like Espinosa. Yeah, or they Espinosa. got White. Espinosa, excuse uh, me. Corner. Yeah. That's a good team. Listen, to me, in my humble opinion, the Bills are the best team that won't be in the Super Bowl. Yeah, they're going to have trouble because they've, they've lined up their team. It's going to be like the Rockets were in the NBA. That's what mm-hmm. it's going to be. They're going to have really good players, but they're going to get stopped by the Warriors, the Chiefs, yep. and yep. they're never going to make it out. They're going to be right there, but they won't be able to do it, unfortunately. And it's too bad because they're Bills City. They, I mean, as dumb as they are to jump through tables, they're very – the fans are always at the games. I think you're going to have one more team come out of there and make the playoffs, and it's not going to be the Dolphins. I think the Patriots and Mac Jones are going to at least make the playoffs at like really? 10 or ten and 7 because they went 7 and 9 with Cam Newton last year, and half of their guys didn't even play. So uh, as much money as they spent in free agency and with Mac Jones already outdoing a veteran quarterback, I think they're going to be decent. What, you're not going to give the Jets any love? <laughs> uh, a couple years here. I think they could be I'm good. joking. I'm totally joking. That's a garbage well, I team. Do. Zach Wilson, I think, could swing the rock not as good as Mahomes, but like a Josh Allen Mahomes level. So in a few years here, that could this could be an interesting division. And if Tua gets good, all four of these teams should be just chewing at each other for years. Uh, FC North. AFC North. Uh, Ooh, I think we might disagree on this one. The odds are the Ravens, but I have the Browns. You got the Browns? Okay. I thought I thought you were going to go Browns, and that's actually – I like it, dude. That that Browns team, just look at that roster. That's they're, fun. They're built. That's fun football. Yeah. That's uh, fun football. The Ravens just, are good, but they just lost their starting running back in J.K. Dobbins. So uh, it's going to be less of a uh, question mark for defenses. Uh uh, they're not going to run too much play. I mean, they did just sign Le'Veon Bell, but this isn't Steelers Le'Veon Bell anymore, so that's not as big of a deal. Uh, we're going to see what Lamar can do. They got him more options. They got him a couple of receivers. I can't name them right now. Uh, they re-signed Mark Andrews, a tight end. He's got some weapons. We got. He's got to start being able to throw the ball because that's been his biggest issue. We haven't. We know he can run. We know he can give you on the ground yards, but we haven't really seen. 
an exceptional performance in the air, except for that one game last season where he went to the locker room and then came back and won an overtime against the Browns. Hasn't really had any big performances since the MVP season. Because he, I forgot he was technically the MVP last year, but he did not play like it. Well, oh. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna agree with you on the Browns. You and probably I had think, Ravens before I said that, right? Well, no, I was. That's exactly what I was thinking, right? Uh, with the exception of Mahomes, athletic style quarterbacks do not last long in the NFL. He's Let not me Michael remind Vick. You. He's not Michael Vick. I'm gonna say. I actually, yeah, I actually think he's. No, I'm not going to say that because I, I, I don't, I'm not sure about that. But, but I mean, l- let me remind you how many great athletic quarterbacks look like they're going to be world beaters, and then after a few seasons, fell off the map. You know, Col- at one time, Colin Kaepernick looked like one of the best QBs in the league. But he couldn't throw. With, he couldn't throw al- that well. That was his. Biggest. Along with Vince Young, right? He never, he couldn't just hang around, but he could buy some time with their legs, and then defenses figured it out. And that's the problem with these uh, athletic, but barring Patrick Mahomes, because he's a whole other animal. Yeah, he's. Uh, <laughs> uh, bar, that's the problem with these athletic QBs, is once they start spying you, and once they start specifically defending the run against you, you lose half your game, right? And then you're only half the quarterback. So Lamar Jackson, you're right. I haven't seen uh, a, a much precision from him, but up to this point, he has taken over games completely and and so if that continues the the ravens will be better than the browns i'm not sure if he can keep that up so yeah i might give the nod to the browns yeah uh i will i will die i will go to my deathbed saying that the greatest rushing quarterback never played the game and it was alan iverson i think iverson outdid michael vick in his own in his own town they played in the same town at different high schools and iverson was better than him Alan Iverson, I'm, I really would have liked to have seen what Allen Iverson could have done on the football field because as good as he was in on the NBA on the basketball court, he never really he was never able to win a championship. And I think if he played NFL football, we don't know what would have happened. Well, his arm strength was really bad, though. That's the problem. Okay. Well. Yeah. But yes, you're right. He have you ever seen his highlight reel? Oh yeah, it was amazing. So. It's yeah, just that question it, mark of what it could have been. Yeah, it would have been fun. Could, it would LeBron have been could have been a great wide receiver, but uh, I mean, I think he made the right choice. But he certainly did. <laughs> yeah, gotta, so, he made enough. He made enough money to outdo that choice with the Nike deal that he signed for a billion dollars. <laughs> so I'll agree with you. I'll go Browns, but I'm gonna go with the caveat. If Lamar Jackson goes off. It's going to be Baltimore, but I, I think it's more likely. I mean, the, the, I think that the Browns are the more complete team. Well, yeah. But the, but the Ravens have that extreme superstar possibility in Jackson once again. Well, Vegas odds has got the Ravens at 115, the Browns at 155, so they're not that far off, plus 115, plus 155. So it's really close. Yeah, they're close. They're close. Yeah. That was a good – I like – man, we've been pretty close in everything. AFC West, is there I any mean, question? Unless something out of the out of the normal happens, uh, this is pretty well set. I mean, AFC North-wise, some people probably think in the Steelers, they got Najee Harris, but that, they're not going to make any noise. Big Ben's way over the hill. And they might not even have T.J. Watt if they don't get this contract dispute done. By the way, 
Uh, I'm going to say the AFC North, in my humble opinion, is... This is weird, because this is the division of the Browns and the the Bengals. I feel but bad I think, for Joe Burrow. But... <laughs> I, I, yeah, I agree with you. <laughs> but I think the AFC North is... I th- Should I say this? Yeah, I'm going to say it. I think the AFC North is probably the best division of football right now. Yeah, I'm going to say that. Yeah. I think the AFC North is the best division of football. In football? Uh... Yep, I'm yeah. comfortable with I'm comfortable saying that. Yeah, because the rest, I mean, some of these divisions, like I think the AFC East, once they develop, right now they have one dominant team, but I think they got at least three to, they got at least two others coming up at the moment. I think that could be your big in the future, but at the moment, yeah. You know, because Pittsburgh's, I actually think Pittsburgh has a possibility of ripping off 10 wins, maybe. Well, if Juju maybe. could lay off the TikTok a little bit, they'd probably do better. I mean, he, he right. acts like he's such a great wide receiver, but he's really, he's really like above average. He's like he's pretty good, but he's not the best in the league, and he's out here acting like he's. The he best was the one that got smoked in Cincinnati, right, for doing all the stuff on their logo. I'm sorry. Is that the one where he got absolutely laid up mid game? Yeah, because yeah, yeah and they they were they were gunning for him because he was TikToking on their logo. Yeah, he's not yeah. good enough to make himself a target. He was really good when Antonio Brown was there to take to be the secondary guy, but as the first guy, he's not it. They need not another receiver. Subject, but there was only one wide receiver that did that and succeeded, and that was a wide receiver by the name of Terrell Owens, D-O. who intentionally would antagonize teams like that, but he could get away with it. Well, he would win it up. Yeah. Okay. AFC West. Is there any doubt? Oh, my God. No, because the only one that could push up is Justin Herbert, and I think they're about one year out of it. Yeah, I don't even think there's anyone that's even close. Broncos, Teddy Bridgewater could be okay for them. They got Jerry Judy there. Defense is still pretty decent. I mean, it's aging pretty well. They were pretty young when Peyton was there, and it's pretty well the same guys with a few additions. They got Chubb. They got Von Miller. Did Von retire? No, he's still going. So they start, they got some other guys too. I can't. I don't know the rosters enough to name every guy, but they're pretty decent. They're not gonna push up for that though. Teddy Bridgewater's like again. This I, is I can see them going eight and seven or something. No, I don't even put them that high. I I, I you know well, they're they're, they're the most... Chiefs twice. So yeah, probably not. So they they've they bring in Teddy Bridgewater. By the way, when Teddy Bridgewater, I loved him. He sustained that injury. And here you go. I mean, if you're an athletic quarterback, your career expectancy seems like it's that of a running back. He got that big injury, and he's never looked the same since. I hope Burrow Denver's putting their hopes him, and I don't, I, I don't see it. It's Where did not he gonna start? Work Where did Bridgewater start? Uh, Minnesota. Oh yeah, that's right. And he looked great, by the way. He looked spectacular. In Minnesota, and then he got injured, and he was never the same. Oh, was that the? And, yeah, that was the season Kirk Cousins was injured, right? They brought him in. Yep, they brought him in from Washington. By the way, Kirk Cousins is a Michigan State guy. But yeah. Uh, yeah. So I, man, and I, this isn't a very good division, and I think Denver is going to be at the bottom of it. No, the Raiders will be probably because a lot depends on how Carr plays. But if Carr doesn't play that well, they're not going to be much. At least with the Broncos, you can get Teddy and um, Jared Judy I mean, going. Who you like better though? I mean, and 
I know we put so much weight on the quarterback, but it's true. A quarterback can carry a team. Who you put more weight on, Bridgewater or Carr? There's been a lot of weight on Carr, and he's not he's not played to that level. The only team he plays well against for some reason is the Chiefs. And other teams he just absolutely does not show up for. Yep. Yeah, he got that massive contract, and he disappeared. Yeah, I think Herbert's going to be good in a few years, but he's in a bad division to be good in the next yeah, few he's years. Tough. He's very well may leave that division. Well, there we go. We got our picks. We agreed on most of them. I think we disagreed in the NFC East, and we disagreed. AFC North a little bit. You kind of flipped to where I was at, but I kind of – you. Yeah. It's 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 up in the air there. That one's close. We didn't agree on. I think the Titans could go to the Super Bowl and you, the Chiefs. I mean, that can definitely go Chiefs for sure. Yeah. And then Bucks is a no-brainer out of the other. Oh, side. oh, you had Tennessee right for Super Bowl. Yeah, I had Tennessee for Super Bowl, but that's like that's going to be. I want to watch that game if it does come down to that for the and oh, oh for the AFC Championship. That's going to be a fun one. It's just so hard to get bet against Patrick Mahomes right now. He's insane. Well, it's hard to play against 43-year-old Tom Brady, too. So. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, he said he wants to play for a few more years in Tampa Bay. <laughs> I, I could see him playing until he's 50. It's crazy to say that. This is insane. I think he's got at least another. I don't know. I don't know yet. He'll be done when he says he's done. <laughs> he's got to fall off sometime, right? It's that avocado ice cream, man. He keeps Is eating. that what he's eating? That's he eats, me some uh, of that. He does other <laughs> stuff. Yeah, I don't. Brady is. Brady's Brady. Well. Yeah. It should be a fun season. I uh, I'll probably only be able to watch one or two games a week, and they'll probably be suffering with Detroit losing. Because honestly, I just Jared. I mean, if we hit with Jared Goff, that's great. But we just, he's not gonna play well, so. Yeah, I, I have faith. I'd like to. I think Dan Campbell can be a good coach going forward, but he just. I mean, I do like. I think it's like a. I like his Saint, Saint, what, That wide receiver looks that I've heard about in training camp. That Armana guy. I don't know. No, we have no receiving core. Yeah, we, we have actually no, got rid of the decent. Uh, I think it's like Brendan Perryman. We got rid of yeah. him. Uh, I've seen yeah. some of the younger guys he's liking, so who knows? The good news is about Detroit is they have that great, I mean, I mean great offensive line. Well, I mean, Frank Radnow is one of the best linemen in the league. Yeah. Uh, TJ time, Lang, they resigned. We're going to have to draft a center, though, before we get good because he's going to have about three years here, and then he'll be regressing. Unfortunately, he's going to finish. He'll make his How money, dare you? I don't see us How... getting better for at least three to four years. Listen. Took the Browns that long. They had to draft Baker, and then they found the other pieces. Listen, if they get one good offseason, right? We lose Jared Goff this year. Maybe they – well, that's another discussion for another day. Who's the Who's the top quarterback in college this year? Who's the guy? Because this could be Detroit's number one pick year. Oh, don't say that to me. Three well, wins. I've looked at the record that their schedule. They're going to get either three or four wins this year. Well, let's find out. Uh, I know it's definitely not the guy. Clemson. Oh, Spencer Rattler from Oklahoma. Oklahoma quarterback. Hey, I talked about yeah. Baker Mayfield with Cleveland. That's a, that uh, was an Oklahoma. It's a good quarterback. year. It's a good quarterback year. Hey, there's 
There's like five good quarterbacks. Yeah. So well, you got... did you, the Pistons did that this year with tanking. It was a good year to tank. And honestly, I think Rattler is the Cade Cunningham of this draft. Actually, it's funny. This is very comparable to the NBA draft where you have, you know, three or four great quarterbacks and one that stands head and shoulders above the rest. If Detroit gets two number one picks, there are going to be people saying it's rigged. <laughs> well, with the NFL, though, does it go by record? Yes, there's okay, no draft. so it's not there's like, no okay, there's no uh, bought yeah, and no sold draft. draft lottery. <laughs> but, yeah, so in the NFL, you don't want to tank, though, because, you you know, if you don't sell out your games, then you don't get your TV sponsorships because they black out the games if you don't sell out your... So the NFL has done a good job of fighting against tanking by um, filling out the stands. If you don't fill out the stands, then you don't get your TV games, then you don't get your sponsorship money. Well, yeah, so they're really, nobody wants to tank in the NFL. Well, Detroit fans are dumb enough to fill up the stands even when it sucks. So, I mean, I don't think they got an issue with that. Bro, you say that, and I've been to almost... Besides, like, since I moved to Colorado, I've been to a Detroit game like air. I'm that I'm that sucker fan. Well, you're not a season ticket holder, though. I'm talking about those guys. They're like, hey, I gotta get my season tickets, and I bet it's just as expensive <laughs> as everywhere else. But I gotta have them. Yeah, Detroit's just a good sports town. Yeah. So. Yeah. Right. So. Yep. So yeah, that's. That's your NFL. I'm going to try to get more NFL in here. I'm watching more. I've been watching Pat McAfee's show, just different. I'm listening to NFL radio now in the car on Sirius. So I'm trying to get a better feel for it so I don't sound like a idiot when I talk about it, not knowing players. But, uh, yeah, well, uh, we'll get more NFL. I'm not definitely not ditching NBA because that's my strong suit. But uh, definitely talk about more NFL. Uh, yeah, but... Uh, Thank you guys for watching. This has been the big 30. Uh, another 20 to go to 50. We'll see if we get there. Uh, thank you for watching. Thanks.